Welcome to Spread the Word Now. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of the Lord. The Lord Jesus declares, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. It is my earnest prayer that as you receive the ever-living Word, the brokenhearted will be healed, there'll be liberty to the oppressed, recovery of sight to the spiritually blind, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray that the words you hear will not be persuasive words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith will not be in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Please welcome Ifi. Hello, everyone. I'm so thankful for the opportunity to share the word with you today. And a big thank you to Pastor Joe for this great opportunity. And to my husband, I want to say thank you for um, his love and his support and to the other pillars in this house. Thank you for the awesome word you bring to us all the time. Today, the title of my message is Take Action and all pray first. Father, we thank you for this time in your presence. I pray that as your word goes forth, that it will bring forth much fruit in the lives of all those who hear in Jesus' name. Amen. So our text is taken from Luke 7 from verses 36 to 50. Luke 7 from verses 36 to 50. I'm going to be reading from the message translation, sorry, from the Passion Translation. It says, In the neighborhood, there was an immoral woman of the streets known to all to be a prostitute. When she heard about Jesus being in Simon's house, she took an exquisite flask made from alabaster, filled it with the most expensive perfume, went right into the home of the Jewish leader and knelt at the feet of Jesus in front of all the guests. Broken and weeping, she covered his feet with the tears that fell from her face. She kept crying and drying his feet with her long hair. Over and over, she kissed Jesus' feet. Then she opened her flask and anointed his feet with her costly perfume as an act of worship. When, Jesus, when Simon saw what was happening, he thought, This man can be a true prophet. If he were really a prophet, he would know what kind of sinful woman is touching him. I'll stop here for now. So this lady was referred to in the scriptures as an immoral woman of the streets. And with that kind of title, you can imagine the immense shame the woman must have felt because of the kind of life she lived. She was a broken woman who probably felt worthless, dejected, rejected, lonely. But this day came when she made a decision to go seek help. She took action and refused to stop wallowing in self-pity. We can see this in verse 37. The Bible records that when she heard that Jesus was having dinner at the Pharisee's house, she took her alabaster jar, filled it with costly perfume, and went to see Jesus. I want you to take note of the word heard. She heard, and then she acted. She might, you might wonder today, what did she hear about Jesus that gave her the confidence to go see him? The Bible says in Acts 10, 38, that Jesus went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. So we can tell that she heard just how good, how compassionate Jesus is, and she decided to go and encounter him for herself. Going back to the story, she takes her alabaster jar and walks into the house where Jesus was. I would like you to go on this journey with me as we Imagine this event unfolding. 
She walks into the Pharisee's house filled with people. Now remember the history of this woman, an immoral woman of the streets. So it's very possible that one or two of our clients might have been at the house. I can imagine the people pointing fingers at her, murmuring, looking at her in a weird manner, wondering what in the world is this sinner doing here? We catch a glimpse of what was going on in some of their hearts in that room by what the Pharisees said in his heart when he saw the woman kissing Jesus' feet and anointing his feet. He said to himself, this man, referring to Jesus, that if he was truly a prophet, he would surely know who and what sort of woman this is that is touching him, for she is a notorious sinner. So in his mind, he had judged her to be a notorious sinner. So one can say that this dear lady walked into a hostile environment, but this lady was a woman on a mission. She refused to be distracted by all that was going on around her. She seized the moment. She put her shame aside and kept her focus on Jesus, the one she had heard about and who she came to see. If she didn't stay focused, if she allowed the chatter, the whispering around her to get to her, if she paid attention to those distractions, we probably might not be reading about her today. She might have missed her encounter with Jesus that changed her life forever. Today, as we journey through life, there are many things, many circumstances capable of causing distractions and taking our focus away from seeking Jesus. It could be your job. Have you become too busy with work to give him a portion of your time? Have you allowed social media, mainstream media to take up all your attention? Are the troubles and fears in our world today crippling you and, and not allowing you thrive? Or maybe you haven't even committed your life to the Lord. Are the opinions of ungodly friends, relations who may think you're not cool or that you don't belong, are those opinions keeping you from making the most important decision of your life to commit your heart to Jesus? I encourage you today not to allow distractions in whatever shape or manner it comes to deny you of the opportunity of seeking Jesus and communing with Him. As we read further in verse 38, the Bible says, and standing behind him at his feet. I'm going to pause here for a moment. She was standing behind Jesus. So Jesus at first couldn't even see who was who it was that was loving on him. She wasn't there to seek undue attention. She was content just standing behind him and doing what she came to do. And that was anointing him as an act of worship. And so continuing our read, it says, um, standing behind him at his feet, weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair of her head and kissed his feet and anointed them with a the perfume. She did what the Pharisee that invited Jesus to his house did not do. You know, in those days, it was customary to wash the feet of your guests and greet them with a kiss. But Simon, as revealed by Jesus later in that passage, did not do that. Is it possible that Jesus had become very casual, very common to him, that Simon didn't honor him the way he should have? In your own life, what is your approach to Jesus? Do you treat him casually as you would a friend? I encourage you today to give him the honor and reverence he deserves, and you will surely be blessed for doing that. I can assure you that as she anointed Jesus, the fragrance from that expensive perfume filled the room. 
and consequently changed the atmosphere in that room. That same fragrance that she put on Jesus must have gotten on her too. And as she left the room, she left with that same fragrance on her. Anyone meeting her who was in that room could tell that she had been with Jesus. That is the power of worship. You can't truly worship him and live the same way. Remember this lady came in broken and weeping. But at the end of the chapter in verse 50, Jesus said to her, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. She received salvation and peace and she was never the same. Brothers and sisters, an exchange happens when we worship. We give him our worries, our brokenness, and he gives us his peace. You know, the heaviness we feel, we give it to him and he fills our mouth with praise. Even our giving is an act of worship. You place the little you have in his hands and he multiplies it. So what is that heavy burden you're carrying today? Do you need a job? Are you stressed mentally, emotionally? Do you need physical healing? Do you need a financial breakthrough? Do you have a child who has gone astray and your heart is troubled as a result? Whatever your burden is, hear these encouraging words from Matthew eleven twenty-eight 28 to 30, reading from the message translation. It says, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me, get away with me and you will recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythm of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. You know, he says here, keep company with me. And one of the ways you can do that, keeping company with him, is through worship. You know, worship can be defined in so many ways. And one common way it can be described is, you know, when we are praising him, lifting up our hands, whether at church or in your home. But for me, one word comes to mind when I think of worship, and that word is focus. Worship is focus. It is you taking your eyes off of your challenges, your circumstances, pausing in the middle of your day just to focus your attention on Jesus. It is you taking time to acknowledge him as you run your errands, as you just go about your daily lives, regardless of whether or not things are going your way. And the amazing thing is, as you take time to acknowledge him like this woman did, he directs your parts. He stirs you in the right way you should go. And he meets you at the point of your need, because then your heart is open to hear from him. It's time to make a decision to keep your mind stayed on him. Ignore, get rid of all distractions, just like the woman we read about in Luke 7. And I can assure you, your life will be forever changed. Isaiah 26, 3 says in the, from the prophet, I mean, the Passion Translation, perfect, absolute peace surrounds those whose imaginations are consumed with you. They confidently trust in you. You know, for your thoughts, for your imaginations to be consumed with him, you have to be very intentional. At first, this might even mean scheduling time, you know, setting an alarm as a reminder all through your day or whatever works for you, just to turn your attention on him until it becomes a habit. Just like the woman in our text today who heard and took action. What will you do with what you've heard today? Will you act on it? 
Will you cut out the distractions? Will you be intentional in creating time to commune with Jesus, to turn your affections and your attention on Him, to go the extra mile of communing with Him all through your day, not just during your quiet time in the morning? You know, He's the answer to any and every of our challenge. And He's our loving Savior. And He's waiting on you today to just come. Just come. He's waiting on you today. God bless you. Hallelujah. Take action. The woman with the alabaster oil, she heard and took action. Despite working in a hostile environment, she did indeed was focused and took an action. Simon did not wash Jesus' feet, but this wonderful woman did that even from behind Jesus' feet. In other words, she was focused, she knew what she wanted. And guess what? An exchange took place. Instead of shame, Instead of rejection, dejection, she received peace and faith and wholeness. Friend, would you worship with focus and see what happens? If you've not been born again, this is the time. Call upon Jesus now and he will come in. If you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus died on the cross for you, you will be saved. Peace will come to your heart from this day. And I want to lead you in prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I confess my sins before you. I repent of my sins and ask you to come into my heart from this day. Be my Lord and Savior. Thank you for the precious blood that is shed on the cross for me. And I give you praise for it. In Jesus' name. Amen. You've been listening to a message from Spread the Word Global Ministries Red Deer. If you'd like more information, you can contact us at info at spreadthewordglobalministries.org or info at spreadthewordnow.org or through our website at www.spreadthewordglobalministries.org Our phone number is 587-377-7745 Thank you. Bye for now.